Today, $70 billion of Christian's money is invested in funds that support abortions and anti-family lifestyles. We want to change that. This is FBI. Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Anthony is a financial advisor as well as an ordained minister. He'll show you how to keep God's blessings on your investments by taking scripture and applying practical step-by-step investment principles. You can keep your money from funding anti-biblical companies. Here's your faith-based investing team, Tom Levine and Anthony Wright, the investment preacher. My God's not dead, he's surely alive. Hello and welcome to FBI. You know, most of our listeners have some kind of retirement savings and investments. The question is, do your life savings advance the kingdom of God or are they advancing worldly causes? And what fellowship is there between light and darkness? Anthony and Aaron are with us today. Gentlemen, how are you doing? Great. How are you? Great. Good to have you with us. How was your yeah, Labor good Day to be, weekend? Uh, good to be back with you. We, I always look forward to doing this. Aaron, he's been off a couple of weeks. I'm glad to have him back on here with us. Is he ever really on? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he, he took what? He took a month off. Wow, wow, man, just just <laughs> busy, yeah, busy. He not from work. He just took a he just took a month off from coming in studio with us. Right, right. right. We're just giving him a hard time. That's right. <laughs> but Labor Day was great. How was yours? It was it was great. Lots of good family time. So that was that was fun. Yeah. So, do you have any stories you could tell us about people you've helped or people you've talked to? Questions they've had in this past week or so. Yeah, we had. Um, we had a tremendous response this this past week on our program and Aaron and I both have taken a lot of calls this week and spoke with a lot of people and you know it's pretty much across the board we get the same response if you would I mean if you ask the majority of the people that we talk to most of them are just good god-fearing jesus loving people mm-hmm. and and if you ask them in your financial journey do you believe that you're doing the right thing do you believe that you're honoring god so to speak in your investments in your finances and most always people respond to that yes they think they are you know because they're tithing and they're trying to do the right thing which is good and then I say, but what about your investments? And they say, well, that's why we're calling you, because we listen to you on the radio, and we really love this idea of faith-based investing or biblic- biblically responsible investing. And, you know, tell us a little bit about it. Like, what is it? And I said, well, most Christians would say that upholding God's standards is the top priority, as it should be, yet when we take a look at where their money is going it tells us a different story and so most of the time i will say you know wouldn't it be nice if there was a way that christians could pursue holiness Mm -hmm. in their finances while also being wise investors and making the most of your return and they always say well yeah you know duh (laughs) and i'm like (laughs) So that's what faith-based investing is all about. It's, it's about the pursuit of holiness in your finances 
but yet at the same time we're being very wise investors and you don't have to give up return gains growth whatever term you want to put in there you don't have to give that up just because you do the right thing and so a lot of times people will ask me they will say anthony why is it that if we do this faith-based investing thing or we let you screen our stocks and what if it comes back dirty does does that mean that we're going to have to give up gains and i'm like no absolutely not in fact you're probably going to do better than you would do if you were if you were so to speak investing worldly so that's probably tom the biggest question i've had asked me this week is is you know number one just what is this faith-based investing and then i tell them and then number two is is well okay so if i let you go ahead and screen my portfolio and then i have to make a change does that mean that i'm going to give up my gains does it mean that i'm not going to make as much money on the upside but at least i know i'll sleep good at night right That's so right. That's me. That's what I've been asked this week. And then Aaron, of course, he he talks, you know, to a lot of folks that, I mean, I can only talk to so many, and Aaron can only talk to so many. So he and I do a pretty good job of of back and forth between the two. And so we we talk to a lot of people this week. So what do you what do you say, son? What do you what do you get coming in? Yeah, I mean, on my end, it's just, you know, a lot of people, they ask, um, you know, how it's managed and what we do and on that side of it, on the faith-based side. And so, and and we've talked about it before on the show, but, you know, we use a very uh, active strategy. It's called tactical active managing. And Mm -hmm. so it's, it's a completely different style of investing than a lot of people are used to. The traditional way that most of your people are in in their account is what's called a passive strategy or a buy and hold where if the market goes, you know, like a roller coaster ride and takes off and drops 40%, that portfolio is going to go down with it all the way. And in an active style, that doesn't happen. There's algorithms built into it. There's stop losses, and it's it's much more hands-on. And that's kind of the thing that I've been getting from a lot of these people is, well, how is it? You know, what's your what, how is it managed? What's your guy's style? How do you not you know how do we still make good returns and that's how it's how it's managed and it's the style around it that matters on that return that's good you know we've moved our family finances over to you and it's been fun to watch because we have one other account that you remember i tried to move over but uh due to some technical things we weren't able to yeah but uh so i have two to compare and the growth rate of what we moved to you is so much better than the other accounts so um, that's still that's still in process. I'm hoping we'll be able to have you watch over everything. This By the week, way, we uh, we had a we had a market sell off. We mm-hmm. had we had some correction in the market, so we received a few phone calls. I mean, I wouldn't say it was a ton, but we received a few phone calls, just kind of asking basically what's going on and what's caused this this market to go down to drop, if you would, and. So that might be a, a good topic for those that are listening today. They may be asking, you know, wow, what just happened? You know, we saw a thousand point drop over a period of three days there. What what happened? And basically what happened was 
as Aaron mentioned a moment ago, we are a tactical active management. That means we're very active in managing that account. Now, a lot of people use a buy and hold strategy. The buy and hold strategy people saw an opportunity this past week to take their gains off the table. That's basically what happened. So anytime you have a sell-off, and you know the market went back up to over 28000 So when you have the market go back up and hitting its all-time highs, your buy and hold people see a chance to take this earnings off the table because they don't know what's going to happen in this presidential election, right? Right. And so they don't have stop losses built into place. They don't have algorithms built into place. Well, as you and I have spoke many times before, and and I think Aaron, when he was on here, we talked about it, and certainly when some of our guests, like Jay, and a lot of those people have been on here with you and I, we all talk about the institutional side of investing. Well, when institutional investors start moving $11 billion, that creates a huge movement in the market. So when you start seeing a sell-off, what's referred to as a sell-off, like we've just, just seen this earlier this week, then you're seeing a, a situation where they're collecting their profits, they're removing them from the, off the table, they're taking their chips, if you would, off the table, and they're they're collecting those gains, and they're gonna you're gonna see mm-hmm. uh, as as everybody is seeing toward the end of the week, mm-hmm. but the market does and will rebound a little bit. Now that's gonna take us toward the presidential election. I think we're under sixty days now. I think we're in the fifties till the presidential election. So mm-hmm. a lot of times people are asking questions. What do you think is gonna happen? during the presidential election. I can tell you based upon the stock market that I, if it stays true to the, since the history of time, the stock market has always predicted who the next president's gonna be. But, you know, I don't know that to be fact. I'm not, it's not a prophet, you know, thus saith Anthony <laughs> Wright, that, you know, the Lord told me this is who's gonna be the president, but. You heard it here for first. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Uh, but if you look at the if you look at the history of our of our country, the stock market has always predicted who the president is, and so it's always been because the American people are driven by economics, and when their pocketbook is doing good, when their retirement accounts are doing good, they're happy, they're upbeat, and the outlook for the country is is upbeat. And so anytime that's happened, they've, they've always, always gone with the president that's in office. Now, it doesn't mean that's what's going to happen this go around, but that's just from a financial standpoint. And people that are listening today on the radio, that's just kind of what us financial advisors and all of us financial gurus that crunch numbers and talk about this stuff and follow this stuff. Now you know what we talk about over coffee. <laughs> <laughs> this is your idea of fun. <laughs> That's yeah. our idea of fun, yeah. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was, where was it at the start of the current administration? Wasn't it something like 13,000 or, I mean, oh, it's yeah, way, it way up. Yeah. Oh, incredibly yeah. way up. Yeah, yeah it was, uh, 
under the current administration, I mean, he's it's just hitting unprecedented numbers. Yeah, it sure is. And uh, breaking all kinds of, of records, uh, economically speaking. Uh, yeah, we have a pandemic going on across the country, but still, I mean, I don't even, I can't even tell you there, there's an explanation and I've been in this business now 12 years. There's there's no explanation as to why the stock market is doing as good as it is. Right. Right. But I can tell you this much. I can tell you that I've got a pretty good finger on the heartbeat of America. Just off this radio program, we probably, I, I would hate to, I'd hate to give a number, but it's pretty close out of the 50 states. I mean, I even talked to some people this week from Canada and Sweden and France and but I, wow, very cool. Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. So I, I've got a pretty good heartbeat on what's happening across America, and it's probably – I'm going to jump out on a limb here and say out of the 50 states, we we probably talked to 42 to 43 of the 50 states, and, and if not all 50 states. But um, I, I can tell you that people are not wanting the stock market to crash. They're not wanting any more turmoil. They're they're sick and tired of turmoil. They're sick and tired of the rioting, the looting. Yeah. And and that's people like you and I and Aaron, and that's people that are listening today. You know, Tom, we don't go out there and take a megaphone and scream and yell. We don't we don't carry big signs and mm-hmm. you know, we don't bust into people's businesses. We don't make the news headlines. But at the end of the day, let me tell you what we do. We love God. We love Jesus. He's first in our life. And we simply get up, we lace our shoes, and we go to work. And then when we get off work, we're just good, law-abiding American citizens. And we go to the polls and we vote. And it's that silent majority that people forget about. So I think you're going to see... I think you're going to see... Um, I think you're going to see the current administration stay in office. And uh, now I'm certainly not going out on a limb prophesying that, but I think that's what <laughs> you're going to see based on the stock market. And I also see the producer saying, okay, Anthony, the first segment's up. So, Tom, I'll let you take us into the break. Good. That producer has a bad temper, too, so you do not <laughs> want to cross him. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening to Faith-Based Investing today. There's a lot more to come. We're going to be uh, taking a look at uh, what it means to uh, – Screen and clean your investments and invest with biblical principles in mind. If you want a sneak peek, go to the website, which is investmentpreacher.com. And we're speaking with Anthony Wright and Aaron Wright. If you prefer to send them an email, if that's more your style, well, that's great. Just email info at retirementspecialtygroup.com. Or pick up the phone and call them at 931-RETIRED. 931 retired. This is Faith Based Investing with Anthony Wright, back with more after this. Hi, I'm Anthony Wright. I'm a minister as well as a faith based financial advisor. Are you as serious about your faith as I am? Of course you are. That's why I'm reaching out to you today. Are you aware last year there were billions of dollars of Christians' money that funded abortions, pornography, and anti-family lifestyle? I want you and I to change that. It's great that you're investing for the future, but do you really know what your money is funding? So here's your invitation. To download a copy of my free book, go to investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com. Or call me at 931-RETIRED. 
I'll screen your investment portfolio for you, and I'll let you find out exactly what your investments are funding. There's no obligation. There's no pressure. My goal is to just keep God's blessings on your investments, taking scripture and applying practical step-by-step investment principles. So visit my website now, investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com, and download your free copy of my book, Faith-Based Investing. You're saving and investing for the future, and that's good. While you build and save, have you ever stopped to think, where does my money actually go? Am I investing in things I don't believe in? We have answers. This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Hello, and welcome to Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. The Dow Jones Industrials were down about 1.8% last week. The S&P was off 2.3%, and the NASDAQ had a break from its recent sharp rise and was down 3.3%. We were talking a little bit just before the break about volatility in the marketplace. Anthony, if there wasn't an election coming up, do you think the markets would be volatile or or not so much? Well, I think the market's always going to be volatile, right? Mm. It's the, it's the market. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's the stock market. I mean, right. it's uh it's always going to go up. It's always going to come down. And it amazes me what causes it to go down and what causes it to come up. I mean, you know, good grief. You can come out and say that uh, the United States and China has reached some kind of deal and it could take off and soar and then it could take off and drop. I mean, you just don't know mm-hmm. what it's going to do, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's like a, a news anchor somewhere mentions Putin and Trump and all of a sudden for some unknown reason, it jumps 400 points or it falls 400 points. I mean, you know, if we if we all knew what the market was going to do, then obviously we'd have more money than Bill Gates and we'd be listed at the top of the wealthiest people in the in America, right? right. Or in the world, probably. But I don't know for sure that it would be uh, volatile as it is now without a presidential election, but I feel pretty confident in telling you that the market is always volatile. It always goes up. It always goes down. And mm-hmm. that's why we use a tactical active strategy with algorithms built around your portfolio so that we let the market do what the market does. And then if all of a sudden it turns and tanks real hard, then we move you to cash and get you out of the market. I received an email from you this week. And one of the questions was basically, well, what do you tell the person who says to you, you know, Anthony, I understand this Christian stuff, but it's really my hard-earned money. I mean, what do you say to that? Well, you know, yeah, it's your hard-earned money. That's true. But who give you the ability to get out of bed and go work and make mm-hmm. that hard-earned money? You know, I've for years as an ordained minister, you know, I have always preached that the tithe belongs to God because the, the 10% belongs to God. But I've always followed that up with being very clear that the Bible only talks about giving a tenth. And a lot of times people will say, yeah, but the Bible don't talk about that in the New Testament. It talks about giving a tenth before the law. Even before the law was put into place, it still talked about giving a tenth of their crops and a tenth of the animals. And the, the, the tithe has always been there. It's always existed, but here's another reality. A hundred percent of it belongs to God. Yeah. So I've always followed that up with, yes, 10% belongs to the church, but also realize that a hundred percent of it belongs to God. 
So, yes, it is your money, and yes, it is our money because we've gone out and worked hard for it, but it is God that has given us the ability to go get wealth and adds no sorrow with it, and that's what the Scripture says, is that, and I think it's in Proverbs, I think, that God gives us the ability to get wealth and adds no sorrow with it. So, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Tom, I've seen a lot of people that, you know, maybe they prosper financially, but they don't, you know, maybe they're sick in their in their body. Maybe they're not whole in health, you know, mm-hmm. or maybe maybe they're they've got good health and maybe they have um, a good financial portfolio, but their mind is 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 off and they're they're struggling uh, mentally with emotions. And so I believe that God wants us all to be whole physically financially and mentally and i think we're a three-part being because god we're made in the image of god which is father son father holy spirit and father and and son father son and holy spirit i'll spit it out in a minute (laughs) so so you know that's that's god and we're three-part being made in his image which is we live in a physical body we possess our spirit and then we possess a soul, our mind, will, and emotions. And I, I just believe that God, all of it, 100% of our body, 100% of our ability to go out and make that money belongs to God. And I think if you read the story in the Bible about the talents, it's very clear that God blessed the guy that took his talents and, and doubled them. In fact, he took, them, he took the talents from the one that did nothing but bury it and said, Lord, I was afraid that I would lose it. And so I buried it. Well, I think that's there's your proof right there that it all belongs to God, and you'd better be good stewards of what he's going to do. And that's what faith-based investing is. It offers investment opportunities that align your resources, your beliefs, and your values with the Bible, and it, and it aligns them with scriptural Belief, and we even we even build in algorithms in case the market were to drop. So we're not even asking you to give up anything on your return. Uh, right now, year to date, we are doing great. Um, we're way outpacing the S and P five hundred for the year in our faith based mm-hmm. models. Mm-hmm. So you know, we're not even asking people to give up anything on the return. We're just saying go one hundred percent in with God. Ask the question, what exactly is your money funding, and why are you doing it? And when you look at the the why and the what and the how of what that money's doing, it will really surprise you when you do a stock screener and you find out that the very things you're against, which is pornography, which is uh, abortions, you know, the same-sex marriage, you will find out that you're funding the very things that you do not believe in and you do not support, but yet you're funding them with your money. And I'm a firm believer, Tom, if you stop the money, you stop the abortions. You can talk about it all day long, and you can say that we are pro-life and we love God and we go to church and we're pro-life, but at the end of the day, if you don't cut off their money source, they're still going to be able to do it. And so that is what this program is all about, getting people educated. It's not a condemnation message. 
It's a, it's a build-me-up message and educate the Christian people on what we are funding. And if we can stop the money from funding abortions, abortions will stop. And if we can stop the money flow from going into these uh, philanthropy gifts that's going to the LGBT community and the same-sex marriage, then that will stop. And when you follow the money, the Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. It's not money. It's what the person does with the money when they have it in their possession. Yes. So that's, that's back to what you asked me earlier. When, you, when you're given 100% of something in your possession, then what you do with it, you're responsible to God for that money. And so are you going to fund abortions? Are you going to fund pornography? Are you going to fund same-sex marriage or are you going to fund drilling water wells and fund printing bibles in 20 different languages and christian education and scholarships and um beyond the cutting edge of the cure for cancer and you know all these different things that these good solid christian companies do with your money you know i was thinking this week you guys about I was thinking about how there's a financial advisor pretty much on every street corner and how the average family is too busy just doing their work and just trying to pay their bills and, and um, you know, take care of their families to really be dis- discerning about this stuff and how you are fiduciaries, which is actually the highest earthly standard. But I want even more than that. I mean, I want someone who not only lives up to the fiduciary high earthly standard, but a standard... Uh, that God has put forth. I mean, in other words, that you guys would really understand our family's concerns about our spiritual concerns as it relates to our money. So any any thoughts on the standards you you seek to live up to? Man, that's that's an awesome question. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that, that does carry a little bit of weight. You know, fiduciary, uh, by that term, you have to do what's in your client's best interest. So... Mm-hmm. You know, we got to take a lot into consideration, um, but we do want everything. You know, we're one of the the uh, companies in the United States that offers the faith-based side on not only able to line up with your moral beliefs, with your investing, but we can provide a lot of different options to our clients. So most of your advisors out there, you know, your standard one on the street that's in every small town, and if I named them, you'd know who I'm talking about. A lot of those are what you call in this industry captive and Hmm. are very limited as to what they can recommend to the client. So, you know, I started noticing very, very early on in my career, I've been in the business now 10 years, but back then we would go around and meet people at their house and, you know, I'd sit down in front of them and, and just ask them, hey, can you show me your plan? What's your plan? And, you know, it never failed they would always break out their statement and that's not a plan that's not at all what I mean by that and and so I started kind of seeing a pattern of when I would go in and sit down with these people it kind of became hey whether you're 55 or you know you still got another 10 years before you retire or you're 65 and you're getting ready to retire next year it kind of became this redundant repetitive same thing over and over and over again and Mm. so i started asking the question why does a 65 year old have to be a hundred percent in a passive risky portfolio it just doesn't make sense from a fiduciary standpoint and 
you know, Tom, what I found out in doing my research was that there's something that these companies, these these captive companies participate in called revenue sharing. And that's a whole topic I could talk on for a while. But basically what it means is they recommend companies to you. If you walk in and you're 65 and you go, here's my statement, you know, I'm retiring next year. What do you recommend I do? They're going to recommend companies to you that are paying them under the table to be recommended. So it's a conflict of interest, and it's not always what's what's in the best interest of the client from a fiduciary standpoint. So you got to be real careful. You can get in trouble. Not only that, but it's not uh, biblically and faith-based lining up with your morals. So here at a fiduciary level at Retirement Specialty Group, we're independent, so we can recommend. Nobody's telling us, hey, you know, you need to recommend this to this client. We don't participate in revenue sharing. And so we can recommend anything out there to meet your goals, uh, depending on what they are from a fiduciary level. So if you want to be, you know, in the market, then we can put you there, actively manage it and watch it and protect it. If you don't like the idea of being in the market, then we can go to a conservative and a safe route. So it just depends on you and what your goals are. So it's, it is very much tailor fit to the individual. Uh, not to a cookie cutter, whether you're, you know, whatever age or what, it, same top thing, same top plan. You know, maybe we just spin it around a little bit and and call it a conservative model, but it's still passive, it's still buy and hold and, and that kind of thing. So it's totally different. Here you're going to get somebody fiduciary with your best interest at heart, period. I love that. If you just joined us, we're uh, talking to Anthony and Aaron Wright and this is faith-based investing with Anthony, right? Are you blindly letting evil win? Money really is the lifeblood of evil so many times. If you're investing, you're, it's pretty likely you're also unknowingly funding abortions and the adult entertainment industry, alternative lifestyles, the liquor industry, and more. You don't have to wonder. You can find out for sure. We did that, and we were so glad that we did. When we come back from the break, I'm going to ask you guys to talk a little bit about the process of Making a change from, let's say a family just has a 401k, but they want to make a change to something more faith-based and work with you and how they do it. So um, I'm going to ask you a little bit about that process. Second Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 says, Do not be yoked together with unbelievers, for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? And that's really what we're talking about today on Faith-Based Investing. If you want to learn more about us, watch the video, read the book, the, download the free book. You can do that at investmentpreacher.com. And you can give them a call at 931-RETIRED or send them an email at info at retirementspecialtygroup.com. So find out how you can screen them and clean them today at investmentpreacher.com. We'll be back with more right after this. Hi, I'm Anthony Wright. I'm a minister as well as a faith-based financial advisor. Are you as serious about your faith as I am? Of course you are. That's why I'm reaching out to you today. Are you aware last year there were billions of dollars of Christians' money that funded abortions, pornography, and anti-family lifestyle? I want you and I to change that. It's great that you're investing for the future, but do you really know what your money is funding? 
So here's your invitation. To download a copy of my free book, go to investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com. Or call me at 931-RETIRED. I'll screen your investment portfolio for you, and I'll let you find out exactly what your investments are funding. There's no obligation. There's no pressure. My goal is to just keep God's blessings on your investments, taking scripture and applying practical step-by-step investment principles. So visit my website now, investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com and download your free copy of my book, Faith-Based Investing. Call Anthony, Aaron, and the team and say, hey, I'd like to have a quick chat about our family finances and be sure to leave your name and phone number when you call. Go to the website investmentpreacher.com and learn more about faith-based investing. Gentlemen, welcome to uh, the third segment here. So glad to have you with us. And tell me a little bit about um, what you can do for people that that gives them security without necessarily being involved even in the stock market. Yeah, we you know, we have a lot of people that ask all the time, do we have to go in the market to be mm-hmm. faith-based or can we can we do something like a CD or something? And I guess it was last week I I had uh four or five people that asked me that and uh, I was like, "Sure." I was like, "We can do we can do faith-based safe money." And so they said, "Well, we don't want to. We don't want to risk it in the stock market. We don't want to take any risk. We just want a, a simple guarantee." And our bank told us that we could get a CD at the bank for point zero one seven. Do you have anything that is not tied to the market that offers a guarantee? And I said, "Sure." I was like, "You know, I mean, how long do you want to tie your money up? I mean, a mm-hmm. year, you know, three years, five years, seven years. How long do you want to tie your money up?" And they said, no, you know, two to three years is fine. And so we got them, we got them three year, 100% safe, insured, never will lose any money due to the market dropping for 2.25%. So, I mean, that's, uh, wow. I mean, that's a whole lot better than what the banks are offering out there. So, and that's faith-based. So, you know, once again, I believe God expects us to be a good steward of his money. And I think the Bible is clear that that God expects us to put his money to work, just like we talked about on the first segment with with the issue of the talents and the parable that we have in the talents. And if you, if you look at, and I, I'm going to read from the New Living Translation, which is Proverbs chapter 27 in verse 23. Mm-hmm. It says, Know the state of your flocks and put your heart into caring for your herds. And verse 24, for riches don't last forever. And you know, Tom, there's going to come a day that, that we're not going to work, that we're, we're going to want to retire. And you may be listening today, and you may have a nest egg, and you're ready to retire. Well, Proverbs twenty-seven twenty-three says, know the state of your flocks. Know, put your heart into caring for the herd. So what does that mean? That means that that is sternly cautioning us to know that where we are investing and what we are investing in and closing our eyes to sin buried within these investment funds is not the solution and one of the one of the things that Aaron was reminding me during the break was a lot of times folks will call us and they'll say oh yeah we we uh we we called our current advisor and we told him that we wanted to be faith-based. And so he put us in, in a faith-based mutual fund. And I'm like, 
well, great. You just got sold something, and he, and, he, and he wasn't a fiduciary, and you don't have any idea because he didn't run the stock screener to tell you what it is. So, you know, it, it, people have to understand that for a long time, Tom, mutual funds w- were a big thing that was pushed. And there's a, there's a real famous money radio personality that pushes mutual funds. But you have to understand that he's not a fiduciary advisor. He's only a radio personality. He's only a radio talking head. Aaron and I are radio talking heads, but we're fiduciaries <laughs> and we're licensed advisors. <laughs> so we we do what's in the best interest of our client. And just because somebody tells you that it's a faith-based mutual fund doesn't mean that's the right thing to be in. And it doesn't mean that you're safe from the market because mutual funds move up and down as the market moves up and down. And they're also the most expensive form of investment that you can be in. And here's the big kicker with mutual funds that you've got to be real careful. People don't understand that when that mutual fund manager decides that they're done, they're done. They close all positions and you get a 1099 one day for $250,000 tax bill. And that's because the money manager of that mutual fund controls that. So just because your financial advisor told you, well, hey, if you've listened to this ready program about biblical responsible investing or faith-based investing, and then you went to the Google box and you Googled it and you found this, this mutual fund, that doesn't mean, folks, that that is what is fiduciarily right for you. In fact, it could be very harmful to you because you could get into something that you're not supposed to be in and that you're not supposed to be in due to tax reasons or due to the money manager all of a sudden closing the fund and they're not very liquid because you have to wait on your settlement date. I mean, there's a lot of things that goes into the mutual funds that you got to be real careful when you when you call up and and start talking to people about that. So that's why we always start with the stock screener. We always screen it and then we clean it. If you're dirty, if you're clean, we'll tell you you're clean. And if you're dirty, we'll tell you you're dirty. And but that's where we start. We start there and then people say, "Okay, now I know what I'm in." That's first. You got to you got to have the knowledge you got to know what you're funding, and you got to know what you're backing. Yeah, I agree 100% with that. And then it's like the other thing is with mutual funds, they're they're very passive by nature for that reason. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're redeemed daily. So, like, we go through the election just because you wanted to be faith-based. The suitability only is going to go, yeah, well, let's put you all over here in this mutual fund that is faith-based. And then the market tanks because of an election, and you can't redeem, you can't sell your mutual fund till the end of market close, and it's down 30%. Oops, too late. It's, it's over at that point. So, yeah, it's not necessarily what's best for you, man. That's, that's so true by nature. Uh, and that happens a lot. I've been getting that, too. You know, a lot of people uh, going to their, to their advisor on the corner, and, that, and that's, yeah, that's what I've been getting as well. So I'm glad you brought that up and talked about that. Let's talk a little bit about the process. I mean, I know about it because I've been through it. First of all, I mean, you've already touched on it, is getting to know the condition of your flocks. I was just reading about Jacob and Laban and how smart Jacob was about flocks and how he knew what was going on with that. And he ended up being a very rich man as a result. 
you if you'd asked me seven years ago what I was investing in, I would have said a four hundred one k. I have a four hundred one k, and uh, its maturity date is targeted to year twenty thirty, and I had no clue what was in there until I did a drop down menu one day and saw that most of our money, the biggest portion of it, was actually going to support this. Uh, chain of uh, brew houses, which, you know, that's just, that's not my ideal place to invest. And, and so I'm so glad I came and uh, learned about faith-based investing with you. So if somebody goes, okay, I'm sold, what is their next step? Well, obviously, you know, I love the fact that you mentioned Jacob and Layman, because if you really understand that story, uh, Jacob got shafted <laughs> mm-hmm. in the, in the beginning. I mean, his <laughs> uncle, his uncle Layman, I mean, he really took advantage of him. But what did Jacob do? Jacob stayed faithful to God. No, there was no stock market back in that day because the stock market didn't come around to the early 1900s. But you know what? I believe with all my heart that we can take that story because if you follow that story all the way through, God honored Jacob for his faithfulness. I mean, Layman comes to him and says, hey, Jacob, I tell you what. I've done you wrong, so all the all the flock that comes out that are that are spotted, I'm going to give them to you. Well, guess what? They started he, they started producing <laughs> spotted spotted flock. Then he comes back and he says, "Well, I made the wrong deal. I tell you what, we're going to do. We're going to give you all the stripes. You know, the ones with stripes or s- solids or you know. But uh, you know the rest of the story. God ended up honoring Jacob because he was faithful, and that is what I would say to you: is if you've heard today and you say I'm I'm all in. I'm ready. Be faithful. Be faithful just like Jacob was faithful. Be faithful with God's money, what Mm -hmm. God has entrusted you in. Are you supporting companies that you don't agree with? Plain and simple. End of story. How can you be sure that your investments are going toward these worthy causes? That is where you go from here. You go to investmentpreacher.com, download a free copy of my book called Faith-Based Investing, at the bottom of that book, if you just want your stock screened, you click on that little link that says to get the stock screener now. You click on that little link, and it'll take you straight there, and we'll screen your stocks. That's where you start. Read the book in your own time. Read it at your own leisure. It's a great read. It'll really educate you on what faith-based investing is. But do your part. Do exactly what Jacob did. Just be faithful. And in the end, when you're faithful and you do what's right, God honors it and God rewards it. And we saw the same thing with David being a little shepherd boy. Thirteen years, Tom, he was a little shepherd boy. And thirteen years he was out there in that field feeding feeding flock, just being faithful, before he ever took the throne. And so be faithful, do the right things with God's money. It's not your money. It's not my money. It's God's money, and I don't think God wants us funding abortions, pornography, same-sex marriage, and if that's you, we're looking for you to join with us and come on board with us. I love that, and thank you so much for listening to today's edition of the program. We have a full segment to come, so stay with us. And uh, 2 Corinthians 6.14 says, Be not unequally yoked with unbelievers. Do not be deceived. Evil companionship corrupts good morals. So be careful doing what you do with your family finances. We've got ideas for you coming up next on Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. 
It's not enough to simply save for retirement. It's important to invest in positive fund options that God can bless. That's why we're here. This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. We're talking to Anthony and Aaron Wright today. I'm Tom Levine. I had the privilege, along with uh, my bride, uh, to meet up with them in their offices in Tennessee, which was very cool. But as you know, we reach all of the 50 states. And guys, tell me a little bit about who's been calling. Um, Is it husbands, wives, younger people, older people, already retired? Talk a little bit about that. Well, you know, obviously we get all walks of life of of people. Um, I think I mentioned it earlier in the show this past week. We talked to Sweden, Canada. Uh, We get calls all around the world. But um, to answer your question specifically, I would say that 90% of our calls are, um, I'm going to say, probably 60 years and older. Mm -hmm. And um, it's... um, they just seem more concerned. They seem more in tune with what they're doing and what they're wanting to do, their goals in life. And a lot of times they just simply don't want to run out of money. They don't want the stock market to take all their money away that they've saved. Yes. So 90% of our calls, it's it's people that have portfolios. They want it protected. They want it safe. They want algorithms built around it. They want stop losses put in place they've typically they've they've been had a couple of bad experiences they've lost a lot of money and so they call us asking what we can do to help them and then i would say the other 10 percent is going to be that I, I i think it's called the baby boomer crowd that 50 to 60 crowd that they're coming into retirement and maybe they're just getting ready to make that transition at 58 59 57 we we hear it all across the board somebody called in the other day um that was getting ready to retire at 55 and so you know that's that's pretty much our wheelhouse that folks that have something that we can manage that we can do something with it's not that we that we screen or don't want to help people it's just uh, the fact of life is if you're thirsty you got to have water or something to drink to to crave the thirst right so mm-hmm. if you're if you're needing help you have to have something that we can help you with does that make sense absolutely yeah so it's not it's not that we're trying to be mean because we're not this is our ministry this is our heart this is our passion but you know i can't i can't help I can't help you if you have nothing for me to help you with. You know, I'm not, I hope that comes across, my heart comes across in that statement. You know, I'm calling, I'm talking to you from California. And uh, like I said, my wife and I saw you face to face. But how has technology helped you to reach more people? Yeah, man, technology is actually really cool. I mean, if you look at what, what's happened here with the whole COVID thing, I mean, it's like Zoom, but before, I think it only had like, 30,000 people on it and then boom it <laughs> shot up to like over half the country or more is now using zoom so technology is a pretty neat thing but you know now it, it's all done I mean pretty you know it doesn't have to be done face to face I mean if you want you know if you want to fly down here to to meet us I'm not we're not gonna gonna stop you from doing that we'd love to see you you know we had one client that came here from uh, Texas came to the office and 
and met us and then we took him out to lunch so you certainly can if you're okay with that but you know a lot of it now is just done through phone through communication over the phone and we also have a you know secure uh email server that's got you know vault behind it so it's very safe and secure where we can do everything through email uh facts and that type of stuff and then also a lot of our clients that call in uh you know like dad was saying if they're you know uh, retired or uh they don't really know how a lot of this technology works i've helped several clients uh through the mail uh just sending them information back and forth that way so it's just kind of uh you know your comfort level of what you're comfortable with but for for the process it, it's pretty simple and easy it's it's very you know straightforward on how you can do it how you can get everything cleaned up and it's not it's it's pretty painless it's not that hard at all we handle all the back end work we got a great staff here so yeah we make it pretty easy for the client sometimes it's just a conference call yeah. too don't yeah. you love how aaron likes to spend dad's money tom just come down to tennessee <laughs> we'll take you to lunch oh yeah man he'll take you out there on his call on his dime i know exactly where, exactly where you're going to take him to lunch and i highly recommend it. that's right we took you didn't we i'm still remembering that meal <laughs> that's uh, awesome yeah. that's 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 technology though we we love seeing people like aaron said if you want to fly to nashville's where you fly into and if you want to fly into nashville we'd love to see you but you know zoom and uh, ring central's got a new mm-hmm. new call thing now that you can do and you know if, if you watch morning news you even see your news anchors are are not even side by side you know they're all connected via zoom or or whatever skype or whatever you want to use online so we're able to do that plus we're we're a federally covered advisor which means we we can do all 50 states so we can also help people in canada and uh so that may, that means that we're we're able to help you doesn't matter what state you're in as long as you're willing to be obedient to god and and get your fi- finances lined up with god's word and then on top of that as well, Tom, because we are fiduciary, we do have a series of questions we go through. We do a risk analysis. There's there's other things that we do to make sure that we are lining up fiduciarily and we are doing what is in the best interest of that client and helping these, these clients achieve what it is that they're wanting to achieve in life. And we're doing it using faith-based funds. And for that, I'm honored that God's allowing us to do that. As soon as our wonderful listeners say yes, Anthony and Aaron screen it and clean it, uh, how do they go about getting the information over to you? Is it safe to send a statement to you? It is. Like Aaron told you, it's it's very safe, secure vault behind all this email okay. stuff. They mm-hmm. they they store it, and it's all it's all extremely safe, and we never have any issues, and haven't had any issues in twelve years, and so they they email us their statements and. From there, we run the stock screener, and then we'll get back with you and say, okay, it's clean, it's dirty, what would you like to do? And uh, even if they say, okay, we want to clean it, it's important to know, the people that are listening today, that you know major scams across this country are run because they have the money go straight to them or straight to the company. So it's important as you're listening today, I understand that it never comes to me and Aaron. It never comes to the company. So we are basically just the middleman that does the paperwork, that orchestrates it. So even if you say, hey, 
we want to we we've screened it now we want to clean it well again Aaron mentioned we have a great team and a great staff behind us and our assistants go to work and they'll fill out all the TD Ameritrade paperwork or the fidelity paperwork and then we just simply it's just you kind of open the the gate if you would and let the cows over into the other field that you're just going from Wells Fargo Edward Jones Merrill Lynch whatever company you're with It'll just go right over to TD Ameritrade or Fidelity, whichever of the clearinghouses that we use. Nine out of ten times, we're going to use TD Ameritrade. Mm -hmm. But that way, Aaron and I are never physically involved in touching your money. The Bible talks about living above reproach. So we want to live above reproach, do everything above board, ethical, don't want any fingers pointed at us. And so that way we don't touch your money. We never touch your money. It never comes to us. It just goes from Merle Lynch over to TD Ameritrade or from Wells Fargo to TD Ameritrade. So uh, that's how that's done, and it, and we do it all online, and DocuSign is, the, is what we use. It's a very secure app that, again, Aaron said it earlier, this pandemic has caused a lot of these things to just really blow up, right? I mean, like half the half the world now is on Zoom, yeah, and it's like the other, you know, half the world is also doing DocuSign. Right. So it asks you three security questions that only you know the answer to, and then you open it up and complete the paperwork, and it next thing you know, it's off to TD Ameritrade or Fidelity, and then we manage it from you from there, and we put it in faith based funds. Great. We we're talking to Aaron and Anthony Wright. Gentlemen, thank you so much for your time today. Believe it or not, we're out of time for this edition of Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Go to the website and learn more about us at investmentpreacher.com. Thank you. We'll catch you next time. This is FBI, Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Do you know where your investment dollars are going? Anthony's team will screen your current investment portfolio. You can always count on receiving the three C's. Anthony's plan for you is customized, comprehensive, and complimentary. Anthony is a financial advisor and an ordained minister. He'll show you how to build an investment plan God can bless. Applying proven scriptural investment principles. Keeping your money from funding anti-biblical companies. Invest with confidence and be equally yoked. God's not dead, he's surely alive. To get your free faith-based investing book from Anthony downloaded free, go online to investmentpreacher.com. Just like it sounds, that's investmentpreacher.com for your free book. Or call 931-RETIRED, tell a friend, and listen next week for Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright, the Investment Preacher.